0: Hello. Hi Scarlett. How are you? I'm
1: very good yourself?
0: Yeah, well good. So excited to have you here. Thank you. So let us know more about what you do and what your passions are.
1: Um well well I've 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 obviously been um upcycling for many years. However, when I was travelling earlier this year around Southeast Asia, um I decided that I wanted to start a YouTube channel and an Instagram account, documenting what I can make, and then hopefully lead onto tutorials, so I can help teach other people how they can upcycle their wardrobes too.
0: That's amazing! It's really so inspiring, and I've seen some stuff you made. So even. It's so original when you take a pair of trousers and you make it into a blouse. <laughs> yeah, That's completely different because oh, okay. it's often people just think, oh, from a blouse, you make a blouse and from trousers, you maybe can just crop them. Yeah, but there's so much more you can do.
1: Yeah, I think that's what's really exciting about upcycling that is that you already have the shapes to work with and then you can just create something completely different using what you already have
0: (laughs) so what is your process how do you start with researching do you start designing do you just saw see a piece and be like oh that's going to be that
1: or how does it work oh my gosh I just make it up I (laughs) do not go by the books at all (laughs) unless I I'm really if I have like a pattern that I really want to make then yes I will make a sketch but other than that I'm very lucky to have a mannequin that's quite close to my size. So I just drape on the mannequin and hope for the best a lot of the time.
0: (laughs) And it always turns out, it seems.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm very lucky.
0: (laughs) So how did you start with draping and remaking everything? Has it always been your passion?
1: Yes, um, ever since school, I loved textiles. I loved creating new things. Um, at university was where I really started to learn how to use a mannequin and how to drape on a mannequin. Um, and that's where it all came from, really. And I've always gone into high street shops and looked at clothes and thought, I could make that. <laughs> I did. Yeah,
0: and you can make it much better because they are just fast produced was yeah. when you pour your heart and energy into it it also gives you a sentimental feeling and no one else has the same item.
1: Absolutely. That's why I really struggle getting rid of any clothes that I've made cuz it's yeah, a lot of time has <laughs> gone into it.
0: <laughs> um so, what did you study in university?
1: Uh I studied I studied uh fashion womenswear at Central Saint Martins. Um however, I dropped out after the second, well, just before second year. So I am a university dropout, unfortunately.
0: (laughs) Oh, it doesn't mean anything. Like, actually, (laughs) look what you're making now. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Because honestly, as I studied fashion as well. Well, Mm -hmm. graduated, but it doesn't matter. Because no one really asks about degrees. They all want to see your work. They want to see that you're passionate about it, what you can make. And so many even graduates go to completely different fields.
1: Yes, absolutely. It's really bad yeah.
0: Yeah, so it's all about what you have to offer to the world. And you already have the basis, you're making things and traveling and getting inspired, which is so amazing. And already, so much more than lots of people are doing. Oh, thank you. Especially (laughs) with tutorials. Like, look, you're teaching already.
1: (laughs) Getting there. (laughs) It's only from inspiration from other people that I've managed to start it <laughs> or i sort of, or would not have even thought about it
0: so what people does inspire you
1: um well youtube i can't believe how many things that we're we can access for free in terms of upcycling um there's loads i mean blueprint diy is pretty uh big she's she's amazing she does really easy tutorials and then you've got Best Dress, Navarro's. Honestly, the list is endless. Um, and yeah. They're just brilliant. And they're so easy to follow. And I think they've really inspired me to... If I'm going to do tutorials, they have to be quite clear. <laughs> us, yeah,
0: exactly. Because you want to make people to follow up the same rules and just make their own clothes instead of buying everything past fashion.
1: Yeah, for sure. And to make it accessible for all levels of sewers, people that don't have a sewing machine they can still make amazing clothes without any sewing involved it's amazing
0: (laughs) yeah i know so how many pieces have you made have you counted roughly (laughs) right um
1: i don't it could be close to 100 but i i wouldn't have a clue especially with the (laughs) lockdown i'm just on my machine every day Um,
0: that's amazing (laughs) So what do you do with the clothes that you make? Do you just wear it yourself? Do you make it for your friends? Do you sell them?
1: No, I, I usually just make them for myself. I'm a bit of a selfish sewer. They <laughs> ask me to make some, I'm like, oh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, I usually make for myself. But I do want to branch into maybe selling some of my items one day, one day. <laughs>
0: yeah just go for it and I completely understand you because when you make an item for someone else you feel much more worried about it yes absolutely (laughs) (laughs) even though for me everything I make it seems like I have more idea of a woman that would wear it yeah and that's what I make it for yeah so I also make sustainable pieces but instead of working with the clothes that are already there with the shapes. I like just a big sheet of fabric and just cut out the patterns, make it into something new and add beadings and all that stuff. Just make it handmade from everything. And for the fabrics, I love charity shop fabrics. They're amazing. someone used them and they're just throwing away the pieces i'm like no i can make something out of it yeah and also i discovered that you can even use curtains <laughs> yes. but i was really into interior and i have found so many amazing curtains and tablecloths and sheets mm-hmm. that just have amazing patterns they have different weights some of them are all lace and yeah, and even old dresses, they have so much fabric.
1: Yeah, it's true. It, um, my favourite item of clothing that I've made was a pair of dungarees, um, which I made from a pair of curtains from Dunelm that were, I think it, it was all Achille, um fabric. And yeah, I managed to get metres and metres of curtains for like 20 quid and I've made them into dungarees and they are my favourite, favourite item. I will never sell them, never get rid of them.
0: (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) And actually, like, when you make your own clothes or they're made by someone, you want to keep them longer, you want to take better care of them, you're precious about them, rather than a £3 t-shirt that if you stain, you won't even bring it to dry cleaners. (laughs)
1: Yes, for sure. So
0: that's how it was... clothes just end up in the landfill as people are not looking after their clothes and because some of them don't even have that special value of someone making them
1: yeah it's so different now it's um everything is so mass-produced and I, I just find it mad because there's so many people that have different styles and things that fit them differently to another person so how are we shopping in places that are built for just this one type of person when if you have the skill of sewing or maybe not even sewing but you can create clothes that are like completely you in terms of style fit um yeah it just it baffles me
0: (laughs) i absolutely agree with you because clothes and fashion is a way of expressing your personality yeah, and if you look like a cloned person with everyone wearing the same, you kind of lo- might lose yourself. Yeah, and lose your identity. And I saw that it's an issue with lots of young people now, because they just don't know what they want to do. They don't even know what they like, as that could end their careers. Yeah. So if you don't know who you really are, you really need to start figuring it out. And Trying different clothes and <clears throat> looking in alternative places for them, like vintage shops, charity shops, small designers, someone who remakes clothes. Yeah, <clears throat> I'm just. I believe that fashion really helps you to discover yourself too. Yeah, for sure.
1: But I can see how the market is so, um, discriminate. I can't even say the word, but it discriminates against so many people so i can see why there are so many people that find it really hard to find clothes that suit them in so many different ways and so i just yeah
0: <laughs> yeah i know
1: um with
0: the size ranges and then yeah and how they are designed they're not well tailored and they're just quickly produced and that's how I'll get out there and then in a week or two, there'll be a new trend. Yeah.
1: I <laughs> know. And, uh, and it's crazy because fashion just keeps coming back. Like the styles just keep coming back. Like the same styles are trending now. They're going to be here in a couple of years' time, maybe with a different print. So I just, yeah.
0: Yeah, but then the fast fashion items won't survive this couple of years. So then people will yeah. need to buy again. <laughs>
1: yeah exactly well
0: if you keep your old vintage clothes or at least if you buy the quality clothes that you make now or have now they can last for years and when they come back to fashion you can wear them again yeah and it's also really worth investing in transitional pieces Mm
1: -hmm. so that
0: you can even wear them all year round yeah so for example jeans you can wear them all seasons and some quality t-shirts that will not rip apart. And for example, jackets that you can wear in winter under the coat or in summer just for a windier day.
1: Yeah, no, it's so, it should be that way. It really should. And I think that's why, especially with things that I'm upcycling now, I want to upcycle it so that it can be worn for, yeah, all seasons, all kind of styles. And I'm looking forward to the day that <laughs> high street fashion brands are going to realize that's the only way forward in order for the fashion industry to become more sustainable. We need to think about how practical our items are and, yeah, and how well they fit in our wardrobes.
0: Yeah, exactly. I'm really happy you're working on this because that's my goal as well just to make pieces that will work with everything and you can want to just plain clothes under and just make an accent as your fashion statement and a, it's sustainable and with stopping high fashion brands I think people just buying less will be a big wake-up call for them maybe they'll realize that if they invest in better quality make they can still survive and only that way by paying fair wages, not having a modern day slavery, looking after the employees, not mm-hmm. producing as much, but quality.
1: Yeah. And it's also like, it's so good for your mental state. When you've got like a wardrobe full of clothes that don't really match. Um, if you want to go out somewhere and you're like stressing over what to wear, it's so much harder <laughs> on your on your mental health and it might sound a bit extreme, but I've noticed whilst going through my wardrobe and selling the things that I, I really will not wear again, and just slimming it down to like a couple of items, it's just so much easier to just get up and get dressed.
0: It's amazing. I, I totally agree. But, um, I was moving countries so and not taking all my clothes, just like the basic that everything matches. Mm-hmm. I, had, I would get ready so quickly. It's amazing. Like, you can just pick anything and match it with anything. It was, yeah. it was amazing. No overstock or anything. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. and <clears throat> Sorry, by making your closet, you don't need to really throw away all the stuff. You can just upcycle it or yeah. give it to friends or... Even I think clothes sharing is a really good idea. So, for example, if you're going out and you need a new dress, instead of buying a new one, just ask your friends.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And they obviously have these um swap, swap clothes events. I'm dying to go to one because I think that's a brilliant idea. Yeah. Our, our university
0: did one and it was really fun. We had, like, a little repair station as well. I... Participated amazing. a bit with mending clothes, so in that event, people could bring their clothes that are broken and they don't know how to fix it. So then, yeah. on the spot, we would just go and fix them.
1: <laughs> oh, that's amazing! What a good idea!
0: <laughs> yeah, it needs to be more of those events. However, I hope they will start coming up after this lockdown is over.
1: Yes. Yes, please.
0: Um, with this lockdown, I believe so many people realize how much more we need to care about our planet and what we
1: consume. Yeah, for sure.
0: <clears throat> just, um, I just really want to spread more awareness about it because some people just hear about all oh, sustainability, but then what is it, how to start with it? And it's just about all those little things you can change. Yeah, the change also doesn't just happen overnight. It kind of builds up from little things, little swaps.
1: Yeah, uh, for sure. Like I, I when I first started out, I obviously I went shopping and I did buy from like Primark and H and M, all these places. And I don't think anyone can say that they were totally sustainable from the start because it's just not possible. We're almost programmed to buy things as soon as you see like a big red sale sign oh I need to buy it like I was that (laughs) person like quite a few years ago but only from like research like blogs YouTube and books and podcasts (laughs) I've only managed to sort of really realize what I've been doing and how I want to change so it's never too late for anyone to change their habits
0: Apple. Yeah, none of mm-hmm. us were born completely sustainable. I'm guilty of that as well. Um, yeah, just by realising things. And it's better to do the change now than later. Yeah. Uh, and it, it's absolutely, it, with it, everything, mm-hmm. it's better to start doing things now than later. Whatever it can be. Is it starting making clothes? Is it starting a new job, a new career, or anything?
1: Yeah. And it can be so small as well. Like, it, you don't have to, like, suddenly throw out your entire wardrobe and only shop like you can just it's just small little changes and then you'll get to the point where you're comfortable with what you have and what you might need i think
0: yeah exactly exactly i absolutely agree with you, <laughs> <Thank> you. <laughs> um yeah with the changes um, what other changes would you recommend for our people stacking out with sustainability?
1: Um, well, again, we we have so much um, access to free tutorials. So I would definitely just research anything. I mean, one of my favorite tops is like a, is like a top I bought from I think it was maybe Boohoo, like years ago. And I obviously know now that is like the worst thing (laughs) but I've dyed it and like I've fallen back in love with it so I'm just I would just go through your wardrobe I've I don't know if it's a good tip or not but like take pictures of everything that you own put it up on a piece of paper and then sort of organize yourself it's so therapeutic (laughs) oh I bet that sounds really good yeah and then you realize what you should maybe get rid sort of donate or swap with someone is such a good idea
0: <laughs> so what I, uh, I personally do with my closet i usually try to put all jackets together so all yeah. blouses also by color and then you can actually see that you have so many white blouses and you do not need another one <laughs> yes
1: i'll try telling my mom that <laughs> oh my gosh she has the same <laughs> she has like 10 black knit cardigans and they've all got something different, apparently. A different sleeve length. And she just will not budge. She will not go down to just one. <laughs> so, she has to have all ten.
0: <laughs> well, if it's a thing that you wear a lot, um, sustainable pieces can be even um, something you bought years ago. And now you're mm. aware that they are from fast fashion. But if you're still keeping them, if you're still remaining them and you're using them and not falling away after a week... That's already a step there. Yeah, definitely. Just realizing that you do not need that much stuff that you better invest in quality, clothing and everything. Even if you look at your hangers, there's so much plastic there. Yeah. And the thing is they break. So it's also (laughs) worth getting nice wooden hangers that won't break the shape of them as well.
1: Yeah. And I think there's always been a a stigma with like charity shops. I've only like recently found out that some people will not shop in charity shops because they were worn by other people, and like that just blows my mind. So I like to think that it is changing. It is becoming more trendy to shop secondhand and to I don't know to think more sustainably. I uh, yeah. I know what you mean
0: I actually used to be like that oh I don't want to wear something what other people wore (laughs) but then I used to be like that when I was a teenager yeah but then when I actually went to charity shops when I moved to the UK I was like well they're actually pretty nice yeah and sometimes they look in better shapes than something from a fast fashion (laughs) store that was already tried 10 times and that yeah. looks already more worn out.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's oh, it's like a little um, treasure hunt. It's amazing. I
0: know. Um, I like to think about secondhand clothes as pre-loved.
1: Yeah.
0: And if you know that they lasted someone, they last you as well. Yeah. You can always wash them. There's nothing wrong with them. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, um with charity shopping how often do you go?
1: (laughs) Barely uh, now because of lockdown (laughs) because they're all closed Um, but before oh gosh I mean I live in an area where our high street is made up of maybe like five six charity shops I mean it's a good thing and a bad thing and (laughs) we're so I'm very lucky we have all kinds of uh, clothes and I used to go maybe I'd say at least twice a month because they are literally like around the corner I can just walk there in about five minutes
0: yeah even if you don't buy something it's so nice to go there and just get that vibe if it's all nice and vintage shop and just get some ideas of what you can make
1: yeah and after you end
0: up with getting something
1: (laughs) yeah exactly and we're so, oh we're so lucky we have um we have one charity shop that's doing three items for a pound, and again that's just mental. You can get like really nice jeans, like tweed jackets, and like silk dresses, and it's like twenty five fifty p each. Wow, yeah. I, wanna <laughs> I want to go there. I'll invite you. Come to my area. <laughs>
0: I will after the lockdown. (laughs) (laughs) And I really like the fact about charity shops that they're saving clothes. And they are so cheap there because they just want to give them to people because otherwise there's still loads of them clothes from charity shops. They still end up in landfill if they are not managing to sell them. Yeah. And also fabrics can be used in so much in the house. You can make fellow covers you can make tablecloths you can do covers for your chairs and sofas you can even make little toys just save as much as you can there's already enough new fabric making
1: yeah that's why I think sewing is such a good skill to begin learning even if it is just hand sewing the things you can create it's just it will beat anything that you buy I'm sure. Yeah. <clears throat>
0: well, I was so happy talking to you about this, and I hope we really inspired some people to keep going for shopping. Uh, I'm really supporting that now. <laughs> 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 Not like when I was a teenager. No, oh, tell me about Well, that it. was revolution. A yeah well, thank you so much for the talk and inspiration i'll yeah. leave the listeners linked to your instagram and youtube so they could learn how to make clothes that you make <laughs> <laughs> and hopefully get
1: inspired and i cannot wait to go back to the shops <laughs> yes yes i will send you an invite after lockdown wow thank you so much that's okay have a good day and you enjoy the sun. You too. Bye bye. Oh, hello. Hi, Scarlett. How are you? I'm very good. Yourself?
0: Yeah, well, good. So excited to have you here. Thank you. So, let us know more about what you do and what your passions are. Um.
1: Well, well, I've have I've obviously been um, upcycling for many years. However, when I was traveling earlier this year around Southeast Asia, um I decided that I wanted to start a YouTube channel and an Instagram account documenting what I can make and then hopefully <laughs> lead onto tutorials so I can help teach other people how they can upcycle their wardrobes too. That's
0: amazing. It's really so inspiring, and I've seen some stuff you may, so even. It's so original when you take a pair of trousers and you make it into a blouse. <laughs> yeah. That's completely different because oh, okay. it's often people just think, oh, from a blouse, you make a blouse and from trousers, you maybe can just crop them. Yeah, but there's so much more you can do.
1: Yeah, I think that's what's really exciting about upcycling that is that you already have the shapes to work with and then you can just create something completely different using what you already have
0: <laughs> so what is your process how do you start with researching do you start designing do you just sort see a piece and be
1: like oh that's going to be that or how does it work oh my gosh I just make it up I <laughs> do not go by the books at all <laughs> I just, unless I I'm really if I have like a pattern that I really want to make then yes I will make a sketch but other than that I'm very lucky to have a mannequin that's quite close to my size. So I just drape on the mannequin and hope for the best a lot of the time.
0: (laughs) And it always turns out, (laughs) it (laughs) seems.
1: Yeah, I'm very lucky.
0: (laughs) So how did you start with draping and remaking everything? Has it always been your passion?
1: Yes, um, ever since school, I loved textiles. I loved creating new things. Um, At university was where I really started to learn how to use a mannequin and how to drape on a mannequin. Um, And that's where it all came from, really. And I've always gone into high street shops and looked at clothes and thought, I could make that. (laughs) Yeah,
0: and you can make it much better because they are just fast produced. But when you pour your heart and energy into it, it also gives you a sentimental feeling, and no one else has the same item.
1: Absolutely, that's why I really struggle getting rid of any clothes that I've made because it's yeah, a lot of time has <laughs> gone into it. <laughs> um,
0: so what did you study in university?
1: Uh, I studied I studied uh fashion womenswear at Central Saint Martins. Um, however, I dropped out after the second, well, just before second year. So I am a university dropout, unfortunately.
0: <laughs> oh, it doesn't mean anything. Like, actually, <laughs> look what you're making now. <laughs> Thank you. Because <laughs> honestly, as I studied fashion as well, well, mm-hmm. graduated, but it doesn't matter because no one really asks about degrees. They all want to see your work. They want to see that you're passionate about it, what you can make. And so many even graduates go to a completely different field.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: It's so, really
1: bad, yeah.
0: Yeah, so it's all about what you have to offer to the world. And you already have the basis, you're making things and traveling and getting inspired, which is so amazing and already so much more than lots of people are doing. Oh, thank you. Especially <laughs> with tutorials like, Look,
1: you're teaching already <laughs> Getting there. <laughs> it's only from inspiration from other people that I've managed to start it <laughs> or i sort of, or would not have even thought about it
0: so what people does inspire you
1: um well youtube i can't believe how many things that we're we can access for free in terms of upcycling um there's loads i mean blueprint diy is pretty uh big she's she's amazing she does really easy tutorials and then you've got Best Dress, Navarro's. Honestly, the list is endless. Um, and yeah. They're just brilliant. And they're so easy to follow. And I think they've really inspired me to... If I'm going to do tutorials, they have to be quite clear. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. Because you want to make people to follow up the same rules and just make their own clothes instead of buying everything past fashion.
1: Yeah, for sure. And to make it accessible for all levels of sewers, people that don't have a sewing machine they can still make amazing clothes without any sewing involved it's amazing
0: (laughs) yeah i know so how many pieces have you made have you counted roughly
1: (laughs) right um i don't it could be close to 100 but i i wouldn't have a clue especially (laughs) with the lockdown i'm just on my machine every day Um, that's
0: amazing (laughs) So what do you do with the clothes that you make? Do you just wear it yourself? Do you make it for your friends? Do you sell them?
1: No, I I usually just make them for myself. I'm a bit of a selfish sewer. They <laughs> ask me to make some, I'm like, oh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, Yeah, I usually make for myself. But I do want to branch into maybe selling some of my items one day, one day. <laughs>
0: yeah just go for it and I completely understand you because when you make an item for someone else you feel much more worried about it yes
1: absolutely
0: <laughs> even though for me everything I make it seems like I have more idea of a woman that would wear it yeah and that's what I make it for yeah so I also make sustainable pieces but instead of Working with the clothes that are already there with the shapes. I like just a big sheet of fabric and just cut out the patterns, make it into something new, and add beadings and all that type of stuff. Just make it handmade from everything. And for the fabrics, I love charity shop fabrics, they're yeah. amazing. <laughs> someone used them and they're just throwing away the pieces. I'm like, no, I can make something out of it. Yes. And also, I discovered that you can even use curtains. Yes. But I was really into interior. and I have found so many amazing curtains and tablecloths and sheets that just have amazing patterns. They have different weights. Some of them are all lace and... Yeah, and even old dresses, they have so much fabric.
1: Yeah, it's true. um, My favourite item of clothing that I've made was a pair of dungarees, um, which I made from a pair of curtains from Dunelm that were, I think it it was all Akili fabric. And yeah, I managed to get metres and metres of curtains for like 20 quid. And I've made them into dungarees and they are my favorite favorite Mm. item I will never sell them never get rid of
0: them that's amazing (laughs) and actually like when you make your own clothes or they're made by someone you want to keep them longer you want to look take better care of them you're precious about them rather than a three pound t-shirt that if you stain you won't even bring it to dry cleaners (laughs) yes for sure so that's how it was a Clothes just end up in the landfill as people are not looking after their clothes, and because some of them don't even have that special value of someone making them.
1: Yeah, it's so different now. It's um, everything is so mass-produced, and I, I just find it mad because there's so many people that have different styles and things that fit them differently to another person. So how are we? shopping in places that are built for just this one type of person when if you have the skill of sewing or maybe not even sewing but you can create clothes that are like completely you in terms of style fit um yeah it just it baffles me
0: (laughs) i absolutely agree with you because clothes and fashion is a way of expressing your personality yeah, and if you look like a cloned person with everyone wearing the same, you kind of lose might lose yourself. Yeah, and lose your identity. And I saw that it's an issue with lots of young people now, because they just don't know what they want to do. They don't even know what they like as that could end their careers. Yeah. So if you don't know who you really are, you really need to start figuring it out and trying different clothes and <clears throat> looking in alternative places for them like vintage shops charity shops small designers someone who remakes clothes yeah <clears throat> i'm just i believe that fashion really helps you to discover yourself too yeah for sure
1: but i can see how the market is so um discriminated i can't even say the word but it discriminates against so many people so i can see why there are so many people that find it really hard to find clothes that suit them in so many different ways and so i just yeah <laughs> yeah i know um with the
0: size ranges and then yeah and how they are designed they're not well tailored and they're just quickly produced and that's how I'll get out there and then in a week or two, there'll be a new trend.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and it's crazy because fashion just keeps coming back. Like, the styles just keep coming back. Like, the same styles just trending now. They're going to be here in a couple of years' time, maybe with a different print. So I
0: just... Yeah. Yeah, but then the fast fashion items won't survive this couple of years. So then people will yeah. need to buy again... <laughs>
1: Yeah, exactly. Well,
0: if you keep your old vintage clothes, or at least if you buy the quality clothes that you make now, or have now, they can last for years. And when they come back to fashion, you can wear them again. Yeah. And it's also really worth investing in transitional pieces Mm -hmm. so that you can even wear them all year round. Yeah. So, for example, jeans, you can wear them all seasons and some quality t-shirts that will not rip apart and for example jackets that you can wear in winter under the coat or in summer just for a windier day
1: yeah no it's so it should be that way it really should and I think that's why especially with things I'm upcycling now I want to upcycle it so that it can be worn for yeah all seasons all kind of styles And I'm looking forward to the day that (laughs) high street fashion brands are going to realize that's the only way forward in order for the fashion industry to become more sustainable. We need to think about how practical our items are and and how well they fit in our wardrobe.
0: Yeah, exactly. I'm really happy you're working on this because that's my goal as well just to make pieces that will work with everything and you can want to just plain clothes under and just make an accent as your fashion statement and a, it's sustainable and with stopping high fashion brands I think people just buying less will be a big wake-up call for them maybe they'll realize that if they invest in better quality make they can still survive and only that way by paying fair wages, not having a modern day slavery, looking after the employees, not mm-hmm. producing as much, but quality. Yeah.
1: And it's also like, it's so good for your mental state. When you've got like a wardrobe full of clothes that don't really match. and um, If you want to go out somewhere and you're like stressing over what to wear, it's so much harder <laughs> on your on your mental health and it might sound a bit extreme, but I've noticed whilst going through my wardrobe and selling the things that I, I really will not wear again, and just slimming it down to like a couple of items, it's just so much easier to just get up and get dressed.
0: It's amazing. I, I totally agree. But, um, I was moving countries and not taking all my clothes, just like the basic that everything matches. Mm-hmm. I, had, I would get ready so quickly. It's amazing. Like, you can just pick anything and match it with anything. It was was amazing. No overstock or anything.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: (laughs) Yeah. and Sorry, by making your closet, you don't need to really throw away all the stuff. You can just upcycle it or give it to friends or... Even I think clothes sharing is a really good idea. So, for example, if you're going out and you need a new dress, instead of buying a new one, just ask your friends.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And they obviously have these um, swap swap clothes events. I'm dying to go to one because I think that's a brilliant idea.
0: Yeah. our, Our university did one and it was really fun. We had, like, a little repair station as well. I... What's participated amazing. a bit with mending clothes. So, in that event, people could bring their clothes that are broken and they don't know how to fix it. So, then yeah. on the spot, we would just go and fix them.
1: <laughs> oh, that's amazing. What a good idea. <laughs> yeah, it
0: needs to be more of those events. However, I hope they will start coming up after this lockdown is over.
1: Yes yes please
0: um with this lockdown i believe so many people realize how much more we need to care about our planet and what we consume yeah for sure just um i just really want to spread more awareness about it because some people just hear about all sustainability but then what is it how to start with it and it's just about all those little things you can change Yeah, the change also doesn't just happen overnight. It kind of builds up from little things, little swaps.
1: Yeah, uh, for sure. Like I, I when I first started out, I obviously I went shopping and I did buy from like Primark and H and M, all these places. And I don't think anyone can say that they were totally sustainable from the start because it's just not possible we're almost programmed to buy things as soon as you see like a big red sale sign oh I need to buy it like I was that person like quite a few years ago but only from like research like blogs YouTube and books and podcasts (laughs) I've only managed to sort of really realize what I've been doing and how I want to change so it's never too late for anyone to change their habits Apple.
0: yeah none of us were born completely sustainable i'm guilty of that as well And um, yeah just by realizing things and it's better to do the change now than later yeah uh, and it, it's it, absolutely it, it, with it, everything it's better to start doing things now than later whatever it can be is it starting making clothes is it starting a new job a new career or anything
1: yeah and it can be so small as well like it, you don't have to like suddenly throw out your entire wardrobe and only shop like you can just it's just small little changes and then you'll get to the point where you're comfortable with what you have and what you might need I think yeah exactly
0: exactly I absolutely agree with you (laughs) you. (laughs) and yeah with the changes um what other changes would you recommend for our people starting out with sustainability?
1: Um well again we we have so much um access to free tutorials so i would definitely just research anything. I mean one of my favorite tops is like a is like a top i bought from i think it was maybe Boohoo like years ago and I obviously know now that is, like, the worst thing. <laughs> but I've dyed it, and, like, I've fallen back in love with it. So I'm just, I would just go through your wardrobe. I have i don't know if it's a good tip or not, but, like, take pictures of everything that you own, put it up on a piece of paper, and then sort of organise yourself. It's so therapeutic. <laughs> oh, I bet. That sounds really good. Yeah, and then you realise what well, you should maybe get rid sort of, donate or swap with someone is such a good idea (laughs) so
0: what I
1: uh, I personally do
0: with my closet I usually try to put all jackets together so all blouses also by color and then you can actually see that you have so many white blouses and you do not need another one (laughs) yes
1: I'll try telling my mom that (laughs) oh my gosh she has the same (laughs) she has like 10 black knit cardigans and they've all got something different apparently a different sleeve length and she just will not budge she will not go down to just one <laughs> <Two>. <laughs> she has to have all ten
0: <laughs> well
1: if it's a thing that you
0: wear a lot um, sustainable pieces can be even um, something you bought years ago and now you're mm-hmm. aware that they are from fast fashion but if you're still keeping them if you're still remaining them and you're using them and not falling away after a week that's already a step there yeah definitely it's just realizing that you do not need that much stuff that you better invest in quality clothing and everything even if you look at your hangers there's so much plastic there yeah and the thing is they break so it's also <laughs> worth getting nice wooden hangers that won't break the shape of them as well
1: yeah And I think there's always been a a stigma with, like, charity shops. I've only, like, recently found out that some people will not shop in charity shops because they were worn by other people. And, like, that just blows my mind. So I like to think that it is changing. It is becoming more trendy to shop secondhand and to, I don't know, to think more sustainably. I, uh, yeah,
0: I know what you mean. I actually used to be like that. Oh, I don't want to wear something what other people wore, (laughs) but then I used to be like that when I was a teenager. Yeah, but then when I actually went to charity shops when I moved to the UK, I was like, well, they're actually pretty nice, yeah, and sometimes they look in better shapes than something from a fast fashion (laughs) store that was already tried 10 times. And that yeah. looks already more worn out.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's oh, it's like a little um, treasure hunt. It's amazing. I
0: know, and um, I like to think about secondhand clothes as
1: pre-loved. Yes,
0: and if you know that they lasted someone, they last you as well. Yeah, you can always wash them. There's nothing wrong with them. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, um with charity shopping how often do you go?
1: (laughs) Barely uh, now because of lockdown (laughs) because they're all closed Um, but before oh gosh I mean I live in an area where our high street is made up of maybe like five six charity shops I mean it's a good thing and a bad thing and (laughs) we're so I'm very lucky we have all kinds of uh, clothes and I used to go maybe oh, I'd say at least twice a month because they are literally like around the corner I can just walk there in about five minutes yeah and so.
0: even if you don't buy something it's so nice to go there and just get that vibe if it's all nice and vintage shop and just get some ideas of what you can make yeah and after that... you end up with getting something <laughs>
1: yeah exactly and we're, oh we're so lucky we have um we have one charity shop that's doing three items for a pound and again that's just mental you can get like really nice jeans like tweed jackets and like silk dresses and it's like 25 50p each wow yeah i, wanna <laughs> I want to go there i'll invite you come to my area
0: A little after the lockdown. (laughs) (laughs) And I really like the fact about charity shops that they're saving clothes. And they are so cheap there because they just want to give them to people because otherwise they still loads of them, clothes from charity shops, they still end up in landfill if they are not managing to sell them. Yeah. And also fabrics can be used in so much in the house. You can make pillow covers you can make tablecloths you can do covers for your chairs and sofas you can even make little toys just save as much as you can there's already enough new fabric making
1: yeah that's why I think sewing is such a good skill to begin learning even if it is just hand sewing the things you can create it's just it will beat anything that you buy I'm sure. Yeah.
0: I was so happy talking to you about this. And I hope we really inspired some people to keep going for shopping. Uh, I'm really supporting that now. (laughs) (laughs) Not like when I was a teenager. No, tell
1: me. Well, that was (laughs) a (laughs) revolution.
0: Yeah, well, thank you so much for the talk and inspiration. I'll leave the listeners linked to your Instagram and YouTube so they could learn how to make clothes that you make. (laughs) Um,
1: (laughs) And hopefully get inspired. And I cannot wait to go back to the shops. (laughs) Yes, yes. I will send you an invite after lockdown.
0: Wow, thank you so much. That's okay. Have a good day.
1: And you, enjoy the sun. You
0: too. Bye-bye.